Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light on Light Through, episode 229, my review of Station Eleven, episodes 1.4 to 1.5. Well, if you thought Station Eleven wasn't dead serious, you'll give up any hope that it wasn't after you've seen these two new episodes just up on HBO Max today. No, I'm only kidding, of course. This is a series, after all, about the near extinction of our human species, so how could it not be deadly serious? But you know what? I wasn't really kidding, if that makes any sense. As serious and as to-the-core frightening as this narrative has been from the get-go, it's even a lot more so after these two new episodes, 1.4 and 1.5. Now, before getting into why, let me say that the cinematography and music in this television series is an impressionistic triumph. The images range from the watercolor fields of Monet to the rage and confusion in oil of Vincent van Gogh. Pretty nice phrase, right? And the music is some kind of riff on Debussy, though as far as I know, none of the music in this TV series that is more like a movie was actually written by Claude Debussy. All right, time for just one big spoiler. I guess pretty early on in 1.5 that Tyler was, or would grow up to be, David, a.k.a. the Prophet. And in 1.4 we learn why Kristen tried to kill him and why he deserved to be. I said recently in a review of Succession Season 3, the finale, that that ultra-contemporary series was Shakespearean. That, by the way, was in a blog post. I'll put a link to it in the show notes to this podcast episode. Now, not to throw too many compliment bouquets, but the post ultra-contemporary Station Eleven is Shakespearean as well. It shouts that out literally from the stage at the beginning of the very first episode with King Lear, and it continues that with actors who speak as if they are on stage, not screens, in situations which are exquisite human tragedies. And of course, as you can hear, I don't speak with a Shakespearean accent, I speak with a Bronx accent. Anyway, in these two episodes, and actually in episode 1.5, Tyler's voyage in that airport was really a sight to behold, a Shakespearean sight. Although Station Eleven had this quality all along, that airport story for the first time tipped the balance, I'd say, from science fiction to horror, even though the action was psychological, not blood and gore. 
I'll also say, as the series completes its midpoint, it's a total of ten episodes, we've now seen five, that I know already that I'm going to think the series will conclude far too soon. And that's because it's taking so much time to tell its story, and I'm luxuriously bathing in with a wary eye every single minute. Well, I hope you enjoyed that brief review of Station Eleven. I'll, of course, be back here next week with a review of the next two episodes of this remarkable series. And before then, with reviews, I've been promising you of Dexter, New Blood, and who knows what else. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound, and enjoy the light on light through podcast Athens 2042 AD she ripped the paper in half then ripped the halves then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.